Super Nintendad's entertainment podcast is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. For more information, please go to greenlitpodcasts.com and... Thanks for listening. <laughs> 21st night of September. What's that song? Seventy dollars. That song. Yeah. Can we can we look at that song next and find out what that's about? No. But you know what? Running Dadcast. I was tired of my lady. We'd been together too long. Like a one-out recording. That might be the best. That's the closest it came to being appropriate is in this that silly song. Yeah. Well, what uh the closest to what being appropriate? The slide whistle. Uh <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. Uh I'm not sure if you heard, but it's actually not called the slide whistle anymore. Oh, okay. Go on. Is this breaking news? Yes. No, don't. It is now called the Resolute Flute. Or the Reza Flute. Ah, the Reza Flute. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> Listen, save folks a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. All right, the Reza Flute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just thought I, you know, I got I got all wrapped up in the inauguration this week, our presidential history throughout the years. And I just love the name, the Resolute Desk. I mean, obviously it comes from the ship that apparently... I guess the the ship that led the expedition that led to them finding the wood for the desk is what it's called the Resolute really? Desk for. Yeah, it's like the HMS Resolute was like the ship that led this expedition to get the trees that made the desk. Um, but it also fits, right? I mean, I guess a ship and the desk of a president should kind of be named the same anyway, so it's not that far off. Right. I think the Resolute is going to be with us for a long time. We're hopefully going to pass it down to generations, you know, ahead of us. I think that's great. So where did the pieces of the flute come from? Um, Also, what's the history? What's from the the, from the HRS or HRM, the RSS Resolute? Uh, They also discovered a, um, you know, a steel mine. So, oh, there it is. Someone came from from there. The old steel mine next to the next to the, you know, tree that gave us the desk. Yep. That's where that's where it came from. Yeah. Interesting. I also really got into this this funny rabbit hole I fell down of the Secret Service code names that presidents have. Mm -hmm. While obviously, you know, kind of celebrating our inauguration this week. And I thought they were all really funny. So like, well, not funny, but it, it apparently Trump's was supposed to be humble, but he wound up deciding to go with mogul instead, <laughs> <laughs> which is just really funny. Uh, it's quite, quite the difference there. Obama's was renegade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nixon's was searchlight, which is really funny in retrospective. Yeah. 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 Um, Biden's is Celtic. So I just thought it would be funny for us to come up with. Secret Service code names for ourselves that maybe we'll use in the future. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> yours. Okay, you did the work. That's good because I, I didn't. I didn't do any. No, it's good. Um, yours is the barge. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has to be right. Yeah, yeah. And mine is 
flautus. Not to be confused with flautus. It's a flautist. (laughs) Because of the old resolute flute. Oh, sorry. Resolute. Yeah. The old resolute. I don't actually know if I like resolute. I know it saves me time, and I know I'm very busy. Uh, you, but <laughs> you are very busy because you're research. You're giving us presidential code names, and you're researching uh, flutes yep. and desks, yeah. right? Woodwinds, um, woodwinds, right? Um, yeah. So I think those would be fitting names. Hopefully, we find a way to use those in the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Flautist. Flautist. You, you, you should really lock that down on Twitter. <laughs> I'm sure somebody has. Well, maybe not. And they can pass it on. And what you do is every four to eight years, depending on if we decide to keep you around as America's flautist, slide whistle flautist. Yeah, maybe every four years I can. It could be like next year, you, give it to, you know, Garth Brooks, Jennifer Lopez, Lady Gaga. Sure. And flautist. And flautist. Right. Yeah. I could do pina colada. Mm-hmm. It sounded pretty good. I want to say I'm going to I'm going to break the fourth wall here. Let them peek behind the curtain. See how the sausage made all of those phrases. Um, That was really good, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I was playing it and I was like, oh, my God, I think I got it. It's like when you learn how to ride a horse and all of a sudden like it's you start like going up and down with the horse. You're like, oh, I I, I think I got it. Who learned to ride a horse? I've never been on a horse. I rode a horse a few times, but I've never like learned how to ride one. Um, What'd you do? I don't know why I used that phrase. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can air play bass guitar? Can roller skate? Do you need someone who can teach you how to not play the slide whistle very well to fake karate on your front lawn and who can kind of ride a horse? Yep. (laughs) I can do all of those things. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I wasn't more successful. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh my god yeah i can't wait for your dojo oh it's gonna be great you have all kinds of slide whistle exercises for people in mind and i'm gonna try to take that miyagi do method and use like menial tasks to teach larger lessons yeah and get kids to clean your yard for nothing that would be great because mine certainly have no interest in doing it right totally yeah townie kids to do it Teach them how to, how to be townie helpers instead of townie punks. Freaking townie punks. <laughs> Hanging out at the old warehouse smoking cigarettes, boys. I can turn your life around. <laughs> Come here and rake my leaves. And I'll also teach you a karate move by when you leave. I, uh, um, maybe we should start talking about some stuff that people actually want to hear on the show. Oh, really? Nah, probably not. I'm not actually sure why people listen to the show, so. Yeah, well, we're if getting we more crack and more. That. There's more and more of you out there yeah. which i which i really like thanks for listening <laughs> yeah be sure to reach out to us um on twitter at super nintendads on instagram at super nintendads or you can just email us super nintendads at gmail.com or you know what leave us a review oh yeah but i'm more interested in your brain droppings yeah any bit of any bit of crap you want us to comb through we'll do it yeah <laughs> literally just give us a topic we'll figure out some way to come around to it <laughs> we'll get there Mm -hmm. so it's what what are we looking at january 25th monday january 25th sun's just about to start to rise in the east (laughs) the 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 ungodly hour yep 
Oh man, birds aren't even up. It's cold, isn't it? It's cold. Is it yeah. cold in your where you record? Because I know where where we both reco- record. We're in like parts of the house that are like more exposed to the elements than the other parts. <laughs> yeah, my chance of <laughs> dying of exposure go yeah. up considerably yeah. when I cross it's, the threshold. It's, ac- it's actually snowing in the room you record right now. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was snowing like it was like uh, last time it snowed. I had to run up to my attic. And um, it's mostly just a storage space. And, you know, like the really like uh, fine snow that comes down like towards the end. Yeah, it was kind of blowing into the attic. And I guess oh, it was good. like w- windy enough where like the tiniest little crack I may have in the roof, it was coming through. And I was like, well, that's not good. Right. Um, <laughs> I just went back downstairs. <laughs> like, I'm not going to worry right. about the that right is, now. The house is supposed to do like pretty much like one thing, right? I mean, it's <laughs> no, a house needs to breathe. You know, if it doesn't bend, it will break. So I figured that was just an example of it bending. Yeah. You found the hole that all your farts are escaping through. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of farts, (laughs) I have a great prank. Oh, my God. I can't believe this segued. How did you segue from farts? People love the smell of popcorn, right? You can almost be guaranteed if you say, hey, do you smell popcorn? That people are going to go, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> so I'll concede that point. Uh, so a great prank is to, um, is to fart. Mm-hmm. And then right afterwards say, hey, does anyone smell popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. That's it's great. opposite <laughs> of what you should do for people. Well, remember, remember when you used to be able to cough to cover a fart? You can't do that anymore. That's true. Yeah, you can't be like, (laughs) because people will look at you like they'd rather you just fart instead of cough. Because if you fart now, it's like, oh, he's tricked them right into (laughs) smelling it by saying, hey, does anyone smell popcorn? Right. Yep. You can guarantee everyone around you just will stop what they're doing and go. Right. Yeah, (laughs) that's you know what you're not going to that's like they're going to strip you of the flautist Twitter handle for that. That's like scandalous. Oh, man. Really? Can you cut that part out? No. Darn it. All right. So we got to do news, right? Mm -hmm. I promised you that I'd show you that the Pina Colada song is all about infidelity, which blows my mind. I've prepared. But it's like infidelity with a laugh. At the end. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Well, well right. when did that song come out? Was it like the was it the 80s that song came out? Is it earlier? I don't, I don't, it, it was Jesus. It's the 70s. Oh, is it the 70s? Yeah, I figured as much. 1979. Oh, okay. So, yeah, right on the border there. Yeah. The Smashing Pumpkins song 1979 is about the Pina Colada song. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Facts. So, We've talked about popcorn farts. I think we got to get into a few news items that you and I have been talking and texting about. Mm-hmm. And then the pina sure. colada thing. So let's take a quick break. Sounds good. Great Scott, this is Doc Brown. And you're listening to the Morning Dadcast, which is about as exciting as conducting some kind of weather experiment. Okay, so you wanted you you wanted to talk about jo- number one with a bullet on your yep. list is how jo- yep. <laughs> how Joe Exotic was all dressed up with no place to go. 
him and his lawyers were so convinced that he was going to receive a presidential pardon from Donald Trump that he had a limo with a makeup team standing by outside of the prison on the last days Trump was in office. I love that. I love not only do I love the fact that he wanted to leave the prison in style in a limo, but that he had a makeup team because he must look like an absolute pile of at the moment. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he didn't look all that great before he went into prison. You can only imagine what time has done to him in there. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think it's amazing. They were so convinced. And you know, what's funny is when you do look at the spate of of, um, resolutions, (laughs) this spate spate of pardons um, from this administration, it isn't really all that crazy to think that he may have actually been one of of the contenders. Yeah. He was clearly trying to, Trump's post-presidential post office plans includes forming some kind of rap super group. (laughs) Yeah, apparently. Yeah. So, um, big, big news in uh, the gaming world. Capcom finally gave us some information on their, uh, Resident Evil Village release date in May. Yeah. Straight up. I downloaded this. I didn't, I didn't play it. Yep. Good. Well, that's fine because I did. Um, what they don't tell you until you're done with the demo, which really only lasts about, I mean, I really took my time too. I always take my time with these games. Right. Maybe last 15 minutes. Yeah. 15, 20 minutes. Um, but as soon as you wrap it up, it says, thank you for playing our visual demo. And thanks to our like visual partners and blah, blah, blah. blah. So again, it really is a tech demo of what the game is going to look like more than what it's going to play like. Right. Right. There's no action. You don't get to hold a weapon or use a weapon. You're really just kind of exploring this house that you're in. Yeah. This mansion that you're in. It's it's um it almost feels like a point and click. Yeah, but it won't be like that. It'll be it, right. We'll see. I will say this. I think that I'm going to really like this game because it's not just being kind of thrown into a town of zombies, you know? You, it looks like there is a, definitely a storyline with this kind of family of vampires that you're kind of that are the central antagonists here. Um, and it looks like there's a really cool storyline there. So I'm kind of I, I really am excited for it. I wish there was a little bit more from the demo, but I will say the demo isn't all that exciting unless you're really interested in what the game's going to look like. And May's not that far away. So, yeah, I've started to skip trailers and demos. Yeah, this one I was excited about just because it's one of the first next gen demos that we've had a chance to play. So that's the only reason I jumped on it. I think we really undervalue like the importance of surprise. Yeah, true. You know, there's like accidental, you know, spoilers and things like that. And I don't know, I think just kind of like I I, I try to just look at things and go, that looks kind of cool. You know what it is? I've reverted to reading the back of the box. Right. Sure. That's where the excitement, when you were a kid, you'd go into the store. That's all you, you had. Go into, yeah, you go into Toys R Us or KB Toys, and you're like, can I see um, can I see Rogue Squadron? Or, right. You know, or like, <laughs> right. hey, can I see, uh, let me give see me, uh, Wall, Wall Street crew. Kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Wrecking Crew. Right. And, and uh, you know, you just got to do your best and look at the back, and you're like, all right, give me four shots of this, and let me see who made it, right. and let me see who's in it. And then, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that, that's kind of my move these days. You, you know what? I, I, I'm sure it wouldn't be successful. But I always thought that um, you, they, that trailers for a movie should be filmed separately from the movie almost. Like a trailer for a movie should be almost like this is what the movie is going to be about. But then that part of the movie isn't in the movie. You know what I mean? Like shoot like shoot a trailer 
And sometimes you do that. You'll find, I mean, either it gets cut later before the movie's actually released, but sometimes you'll find that there's scenes in trailers, especially back in like the 90s, that didn't actually make it into the film. Right. Which is obviously interesting in itself. But I always thought, yeah, like, why not just kind of like shoot something specifically for the trailer? So you're not giving anything away, but you're still selling the movie. But again, you know, there's there's a formula to that that obviously I don't know. Yeah, it generates, you know, generates right. buzz. Yeah, of course, you, you want like, the big explosion to be in it. And you're not going to shoot a, you know, $50,000 explosion scene just for the trailer. <laughs> it's only 50. It's probably more like 50 million. <laughs> like right, just for yeah. the trailer. Yeah, these days. If you're blowing stuff up. <laughs> 50 grand. We, we, we could kickstart an explosion for that, friend. Let's do that. I don't think we. <laughs> just, just title explosion like what tell us about your kickstarter project explosion <laughs> explosion we'll go on five <laughs> yeah yeah it's not like back to the future like in those days where you can just blow up like a like a mini model train set and and make it seem like it's a, an actual real train being exploded right yeah so also in uh gaming news hitman 3 is finally out and i haven't played it yet but you have i beat it no way yeah well you, here's the thing i've gotten through all the levels right what's fun about these games Gabe and I love Hitman. I know you were excited because, about it. Yeah. Because it's hilarious. I think everyone's personality traits and quirks come out in Hitman. Now, the way I play Hitman is I don't like to really play it alone that much. Sometimes I do. But I like to play it with friends. I like to play it with Gabe because I like to make Gabe laugh. Sure. So, for example, and I'm sure everyone's familiar with Hitman, but they drop you into you know what seems to be increasingly you know, bigger and huger environments, gaming environments that they make um, lots of AI, lots of, uh, you know, like pathfinding, lots of like folks right. walking around crowds, doing things, people on routes. It's like very massive, especially right. in this, they just get bigger and bigger. You're like, Oh my God, like this level keeps going on and on mm -hmm. and it's not linear. You can approach, you know, things in, in lots of different ways and, for Hitman 3, they've added something cool, which is like shortcuts you can circle back around that kind of connects the level to make it quicker to That's get cool. to certain areas. You know, like yeah. the old like drop the ladder, unlock the door from the other side. Kind right. Of stuff. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So they've added that, which is cool. So these environments get huge. I like to play it. One, as an ex game tester trying to break it and okay. two, uh, to make Gabe laugh. So one of the mm -hmm. things. You one of the missions is really cool. Uh, you know, I won't I try, try not to spoil or say too much for people who haven't played, but you go to like a, a mansion in the UK and it, it's kind of like a knives out situation. If anyone's seen that movie, it's like a sure. family and there's been a, you know, a murder and there's some mystery about it and, and you have targets and whatever. And without spoiling anything, <laughs> I tried to take out the target in a lot of ways. I tried okay. to do the whole like. I'm going to wear a disguise. I'm going to follow this whole storyline and I'm going to try to sneak in and do this thing. And I'm going to right. pretend I'm blah and I'm going to talk to blah and do that. Blah, blah, blah. It was taking forever and it wasn't working. Gabe was failing and I was failing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like even one time to the point where I like got like straight aggressive with it and tried to just get this guy's disguise <laughs> like right off the bat way too early in the mission. And I just ran right. out into the open and put him in a chokehold. <laughs> and and some 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 woman calls from across the garden. <laughs> Stop strangling that person. She's like, <laughs> no why way. Are you yeah, she's like, why are you strangling that person? And I was like, okay, so this didn't go. So I have to kill her too now. <laughs> I was like, right, right. I was like, well, now I got another body on the list. I got to go collect. <laughs> so, you know, it gets really silly. And we kept failing and failing. And finally, it, Todd, that, like I'm, 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 I'm like a real, like I'm, I'm a smooth, I'm a silent killer. 
You know, I'm mm-hmm. real smooth. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm making my way around the man. No one even knows I'm in this mansion. Smooth, right? Right, right. right. Uh, so I finally end up taking off the target by just straight up throwing a rusty screwdriver into her face <laughs> about <laughs> 20, 20 yards away right. and booking it. <laughs> nice. Cannon armed it. <laughs> yeah. Just like, I'm like, All right, let's hop foot it out of here, Gabe. And we just kind of like, you know, that's the way I ended up taking her down. That's great. How many hours did you put in? Oh, uh, so far, probably only like, you know, eight to 10. Okay. Okay. Uh, but they're meant to be replayed. There's challenges. Sure. There's different targets. There's different, you know, like little missions, side missions within the missions. And then they have things that are like, you know, do it without being seen. Do we mm-hmm. do it without, the, right. you know, do it using the chef's disguise, whatever. Right. You're not you know going to get saying? a platinum in 10 hours, but no, no, you no. Get through you most go, of the story. They're meant to, for you to go back, to sure. learn the maps, to know the routes, to learn every room. And like I said, it's it's an interesting mirror of your personality because I'm sure some right. people play it like a real killer. Sure. And they go in and they're like, I'm going to choke everyone out and hide all the bodies and blah, right. blah, blah. And then there's and, Mike <laughs> that, you know, throws full Pepsi cans at people. Right. Exactly. I, I'm like, Gabe, you think I can hit that lady with this brick from here? <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you know, and I'm like, oh, my God, I did it. <laughs> you know, like, run, yeah. run. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it's I like to find the silliest weapons and try and trying to take people out in the silliest ways. And Gabe and I just do stuff, you know, to make each other Great. laugh. I love that. Um, so that's how we play it. Like I've told you the story before of Katana job interview, where like there was a mm-hmm. job interview right. side mission in Hitman Two or something, and I was playing with my friend, and he had a katana sword that he brought in, and he like I don't know, he was quickly like getting more and more like compromised and mysterious, and the job right. interview wasn't going well. Whatever, right. you know role he had to play was failing him quickly so he just right. pulled out the katana and chopped the guy down <laughs> and we call it katana well, job interview yeah, well this isn't this isn't going well <laughs> right that's there's only one I way out of this interviews <laughs> right right yeah you've had, you have experience <laughs> yeah <laughs> right just that tight close-up of like the samurai's yep. hand flicking the you know flicking the top of the sword out of its out of its yeah. sheath yep yeah <laughs> amazing yeah sushima style um it, it's pretty uh it's pretty great. I, I really recommend it. It's really great. I recommend picking up all the previous ones as well, because this is kind of a hub, you know, two let you import ones levels, three lets you import two and one levels. So if you've had those and you buy three, you just need to buy oh, it that's in like cool. an access pass that lets, gives you access to all those other ones. And what's great is obviously if you're playing PS5 or, you know, Xbox, Xbox Series X or S, it's, you know, load times are a little quicker and everything just sure. runs a little better. So I recommend that. And then, you know, like Hitman 3, if you bring in all the other ones, you have like, I don't know, 18 or 20 levels or whatever they have there. Um, and it's just, a, it's just you know, it's a freaking barrel of laughs. Do whatever That's you want. Great. Try to hit good. a guy with a brick. I know you were looking forward to it. I'm glad that you guys had fun with it. It's good that we've had, you know, it's what, the third week of January and we've actually had some some gaming news and some new games out. It's not something I expected. I thought there'd be a big kind of hole until maybe even early spring. Yeah. Um, no, that's good. But this was yeah. a good time for this to drop. And it's yeah. and it's being well reviewed as well. Nines yeah, it and, is. You know, between eights and tens that I can see. So, yeah. So we had the Resident Evil Village uh, made in demo Hitman 3 out. Have you guys played any of this? Have any of our listeners played any of these games? Uh, if so, and you want to chat about them, send us an email. SuperNintendeds at gmail.com. Yeah, I want to hear about your katana job interviews. Oh, <laughs> uh, usually they're just usually they're just tanked by social anxiety and depression. <laughs> That's my I mean katana. Ah. <laughs> I, I mean the listeners. I mean yeah. the listeners, Todd. Yeah, if you've played Hitman and you've had some really funny scenarios, let us know. 
Share them with us. We'll talk about them on the show yeah. next week. Yeah. I finally got around to watching WandaVision, which I've been really looking forward to. Yeah, I love I'm I'm all caught up. Yeah, I, I I haven't actually I only watched maybe the first few minutes of the third episode that released this week or last week. Uh, something happened. Gray needed me for something and um, I'll probably finish it tonight. But I absolutely adore the first two episodes uh, for two people. I imagine you like me crushed and snorted Nick at night back in the yeah, old days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sitcoms uh, early early sitcoms are some of my favorite. It's kind of where we laid, laid the groundwork for both of our kind of interest in writing. Yeah, I remember when Nick at Night would do like the summer over the summertime, they mm-hmm. would do like Lucy Tuesdays, Welcome yep. Back Cotter Wednesdays, and they would yep. just play like six episodes of them in a row. So right. it was really easy to crush seasons to really catch up on these old classic shows. Right. And the honeymooners, like the New Year's Eve honeymooners uh, that yeah, they usually the do marathon. on. Yeah, yeah, those marathons. Um, yeah. And it's uh, honeymooners are actually pretty hard to find. They're not like one of the easy things to stream and just like pull them up. So you kind That's of true. almost have to rely on that to either, you know, record a few of them or watch as many as you can. But the honeymooners is the greatest show that has ever been made. And every single sitcom since then has just been a replica of it. I mean, Lucy's obviously up there, but you look at any sitcom that's made, even the ones that are coming out this year and their basis is in those two shows. Yeah. They're just doing the honeymooners. Yeah. So it's great to see, you know, that kind of influence. Um, I don't know what's going on, but what I'm assuming I, I maybe I'm wrong is that somehow these two characters, Scarlet Witch and Vision have been trapped inside of like a, like a magical TV or something. Yeah. There's is a that lot like where, lot is that where it's going? There's a lot going on and people are talking about like which comics it's influenced by, which arcs sure. it's influenced by. Right. Right. And you know, so there's a lot of theories that like, you know, it's looking more and more like sword is involved. They're bringing in like other right. organizations and other, yeah you know, Marvel stuff. They're growing the world and int- introducing the multiverse possibly. Yep. Yeah. But, you know, it seems like, you know, one of the, you know, uh, front runners for the theories is that she's, um, was, was broken. Like when, what happened to vision happened. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm protecting spoilers right. for people who maybe haven't seen this movie. That's like three or four years old now. Right. But anyway, um, because in the comics, she also does i'm trying to like really avoid spoilers here from all kinds of angles but um she does uh you know some stuff where she can kind of manipulate reality sure and and, and other things and um you know so that's yeah, that's I the thing know. is that they I, think yeah, that she's created if... you'll, Maybe, you'll see yeah. w- when you watch three because you haven't watched three yet but yes they, they, you know you'll i don't want to crap i'm really trying i because part of the fun is just kind of taking the ride so i don't really want yeah, to get too much so, away yeah no that's fine i i think that, uh, three i'm starting to lose the love that i have for it already with three and again it may wind up being an incredible show all the way through and i'm sure it probably will but my my real love of it was the heavy influence of um that 50s yeah universe they like, created yeah, yeah from the first two and i know that they're going to go out of that orbit soon enough but those two episodes i'll probably watch those two episodes over and over again because they're just so well done and they're they're just they're both so good in that and Elizabeth Olsen plays so many different she she spins her character's attitude so many different ways throughout the course of the show um, that's yeah. really incredible like that scene where Vision's boss is choking and she suddenly mm-hmm. gets really serious and says help him Vision is so chilling especially with his wife kind of saying oh stop it S- stop it stop yeah. it stop it and then it's really well it's just so well shot and um it's just presented so well i really i'm I'm really excited to watch 
the the rest of uh, episode three and really see where this whole first season goes. But you know, it's just one of those things that we always talk about, you know, in in our own work that where wh- where's the weird and can we explore that and is it good? Yeah, you know, and this certainly- is the best version of good weird ever. Yeah, it's really great. They're probably laying the groundwork. I'd hope for for the Young Avengers. Yeah. There's a lot going on, and for a long time, people were thinking, like, well, now what? We built up to this huge Avengers thing over, like, 10 years, and it's like, well, now what? We do the absolute the absolute opposite of, you know, the huge blockbuster. What's the opposite of a huge blockbuster movies? A 50 sitcom. It's the yeah, total opposite. they just kind of rolled it back, and this is supposed yeah. to happen, take place, they've confirmed, right after Endgame. Oh, really? See, I, I didn't hear that. I have no yeah. idea where this fits. But it's cool because they're building up to some kind of multiverse weirdness, which right. you and I just the, discussed. The, we're all about weirdness. And, you know, doc, doc, the next Doctor Strange explores the multiverse. Right. I know you weren't crazy about the first one, but the next one is him in the multiverse. And then there's, uh, you know, the next Spider-Man movie. They're bringing in right. people from other uh, Spider-Man yeah. movies. Yeah, they're so bringing it looks in, like they're you know, yeah, leaning heavy into the multiverse. Yeah. yeah, you're telling me they're not going to bring in Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield? Of course they will. Oh, of course they are. No, they've already, yeah, yeah mostly confirmed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then they, you know, Jamie Foxx is Electro or whatever. So they're, they're, Ray Charles, they're actually. Just, Oh, right. They're, they're bringing yeah, in. The, he's going to be right. he's gonna be playing Ray Charles. Right. It's a, it's a risk, but it's I think it's going to pay off. Right. Yeah. I wonder if once the, what, what we realize is as great as WandaVision is, are we are we kind of as enraptured by it as we are because of the mystery? And once the mystery is out of the box, will it remain entertaining? Uh, I'm sure. I mean, with the team that they have behind them, they'll figure out a way to do that. But I'm really tuning in as excitedly as I am, because I'm curious as to where the hell it's going. It's a matter of how long can they wait to tell us where it is and what's happening. And can they keep up that momentum once they do Uh, again? I'm sure they will, but yeah, I I, I was under more of the, under the impression that somehow that makes more sense. What you described about her kind of saving herself by kind of secluding herself. But Yeah. uh, yeah, I was more under the impression that somebody had put them there but I think you're probably right. That probably makes way more sense that she's kind of done this in her infinite power to kind of protect herself. Yeah. Well, watch episode three or finish it up. I think you'll, there's some points we can discuss again. I, it's okay. too early. Yeah. Really. We can't really go through it now because we don't want to ruin it. Yeah. And I will say the last thing I'll say about WandaVision is I'm not a huge fan of the Marvel cinematic universe. There's been a ton of them that I haven't seen. They just don't speak to me for some reason. Some of them do. Some of them don't. This show, if you are not familiar with the universe or you don't normally like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you may like this. I have recommended it to a few people that I know are not, you know, superhero fans at all that loved it uh, and are kind of sticking with it. So I think it's one of those those things I can kind of recommend for everybody. Yeah, that's WandaVision catch up. That's cool. So I'm looking forward to that moving forward um, and everything they got in the pipeline. Staying in the Hollywood pipeline, we have reboots. So you want to give me the you want to give me the you want to give me the rapid fire of what you are and are not yeah. interested in here? I'm going to give you four very quick reboots or prequels that let's be honest, no one wants and no one needs. Fire them off for me. All right, first, Naked Gun, uh the kind of spoof spy detective series that starred Leslie Nielsen. Uh in a recent interview Liam Neeson revealed that Seth MacFarlane, the man behind Family Guy in the Ted films, has approached him to star in a remake of the 1988 comedy Naked Gun. I've been approached by Seth MacFarlane and Paramount Studios to maybe resurrect the Naked Gun films, Neeson told People, joking that it'll either finish my career or bring it in another direction. I honestly don't know, (laughs) which is pretty funny. So maybe he's the right man for the job. Yeah, I don't know. Here's the thing, right? Don't touch him. 
Yeah. You know what? I it, have to, it's I like have back to, to the future. Don't, don't right. touch it. I have to tell like, you, I had leave. a very, I had a weird experience with this. As I started collecting the information to write this up, mm-hmm. as I started writing the paragraph, I was like, this is ridiculous. I don't know why anybody, and by the time I finished it, I was like, you know what? It could be good. I literally turned around in the five sentences that I wrote because, you know, Seth MacFarlane's obviously a comedic genius. He's funny. He may, he may know that this could work, but he also, he, I don't know. I, for some reason, by the time I finished writing it all up, I have faith that it could be really funny, but do we need it? No. Yeah. That's the thing is I don't know that it, it's probably, it's probably be fine, but yeah. I, I don't, I, I just, I don't know. I don't like, think Liam Neeson I grew up, could be I grew good up, at comedy. I, I could be wrong. I think he, he'll probably, he'd probably be fine, but I grew up with Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. I, I had like all of these on VHS. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like when what's his, Steve Martin decided to redo the Pink Panther. And it's like, that's just, that's not you. That's not yeah. your work. You shouldn't we be allowed need- to redo that work. Yeah, we don't need it. And Steve Martin's a comedic genius in his own right. You don't need to go covering other comedians. You know, it's like the Stones covering the Beatles or whatever. It's like, do we need it? We don't need it. It's like, you guys got to like, play Angie. You guys got a lot of stuff you can play. <laughs> I got plenty of stuff. They have you like got, at least two or three albums. You, yeah, painted black. Come on, what are you yeah. guys doing over there? Right. Um, you just don't need it. So yeah, uh, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. I, we'll see if it ever happens. I like but this. I don't think it's very. I, I encourage people, and I think they're all on YouTube, to go back and watch the original Police Squad show that failed before they launched it as a movie that was successful. Yeah. Um. Because totally. the show is it's really funny. very funny and mm-hmm. has one of my all time favorite jokes in it. <laughs> where where Leslie Nielsen is going undercover as a locksmith and he <laughs> and he like breaks into some guy's place and gets in and he's like who are you and how'd you get in here and he's like I'm the locksmith and I'm the locksmith <laughs> something like that that's <laughs> really funny it's great yeah Leslie was was perfect at that and you know what maybe Liam has that same attitude that can get that kind of dry humor done but we'll see if it happens yeah, I don't know that I go to Schindler for my laughs. Right, fair enough. Um, I did I ever tell you that um, I know of a company, the, an elevator company called Schindler, mm-hmm. and I work with a lot of Europeans, especially a lot of um, people from England, where they call elevators lifts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they always refer to that company as Schindler's lifts. <laughs> 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 and that always makes me laugh because uh, they say it seriously. And I'm like, you guys killing me over here with your plasters. Yeah. People movers. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So that's the only one that's more of a rumor than anything. The other three that I have for you are mostly confirmed. The next one is Willy Wonka. Warner Brothers is well, officially. Pun- yeah. Wait, punt on that. Save it for last because I want to talk about that one. The other one right. we don't really care about that much, right? Punky Brewster well, we don't care about. There's one weird. Yeah. So Punky, NBC Universal has announced in a statement that um, they're going to go ahead with the reboot of the popular 80s sitcom for its upcoming streaming service. And it will star original star Soleil Moon Fry as the title character. Now that's coming soon. That's coming within like, I think, a month or two. Yeah. Um, and again, I could go either way. I mean, sometimes these things click like Cobra Kai and sometimes they just kind of are there like That's Fuller the thing, House. Right? But Cobra yeah. Kai is a real gem because it, mm-hmm. well, I think Fuller House did respectably. I mean, they did a bunch of seasons of it and they didn't even have the stars. Uh, they had a few of them. Um, you know, they had the kids, but you know, if they would have been able to get the entire cast back, um, you know, for even one or two of those episodes a season, it probably would have done even better, but it did, I think respectably, it didn't, you know, tank. 
And this no, is probably going to land right there. Yeah, it was fine. I, I just don't. Yeah. And there's just so many streaming services and you're always the audiences are just more and more fragmented. Yeah. It's really, well, you know, it's like, hey, watch it. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's not, here. It's no longer like Thursday yeah. at eight. It's, it's, no, it's right. no longer that. It's like, it's hey, there you if you want it. it. Just log on to NBC Universe backslash Peacock and then Punky Brewster reboot and click the thing and then log, create an account. And, and yeah, do that. Uh, like, no. Yeah, just do that. You, you can get me to sit down at eight o'clock on Thursday to watch something. I don't know that you're going to. Yeah, I'm not going to go have, probably I, seeking this out. Although I'll probably watch the first episode because I did love the show as a kid. And I think. Slay yeah, of course, great, we're both so going to watch. watch you think one. you think yeah. Brandon's still alive? Oh, probably not. Yeah, he was no, the old dead. man, right? No, that was the dog. The dog was. Br- <laughs> he was the old. Man. What was his name? Like Mister Waterhouse? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was some Watermont. That's it what sounded it like an old cracker. I think it, was- <laughs> it sounded like some kind of cracker factory. Yeah, it's. I thought he was like Watermont. I thought he was like ninety when that show came out when I was a kid. And meanwhile, he was like he was like my age now. He, he, he was like, yeah, you're older than Mister. <laughs> I know Weatherby, Watermont. Whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> um. Well, this is this is a weird one. Um, a reboot of the beloved 1995 movie Clueless. Now, one that centers on a supporting character from the film and includes a mystery element has also landed at Peacock. I believe it's it focuses on Dion. Dion is that is that what her name was? Am I losing Who? my mind? Who? What was her friend's name? Oh, Stacy Dash is back. Yes, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it's her. It's that character. I don't think, I mean, she's, but it's, I think it, she might have gone a little too right for, for Hollywood. I don't think it's Stacey Dash. It's that character because she's also too old now. I I think it's supposed to be set back. She's like older than Mr. Mr. Chester house. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but apparently there's a mystery element to it as well. And this is, this is, this is landed. This is happening. Um, and I don't think it's going to be any members of the original cast. Because Fine. I do Listen. believe, yeah, I think it's supposed to be set back in that time. So essentially, um, what we feel like was a few years ago has become uh, prime real estate for a period piece these days. Yeah, Nirvana on classic rock channels. I got you. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's happening. <laughs> yeah, now we get to watch people cosplay the 90s. I don't need right, it. Exactly. I don't want it. <laughs> I, don't, I, know. I don't need to be any reminders of how old I am. Right. I'm curious as to what this mystery element is. And we do love Clueless. It's a great movie. The mystery um, element is, will they be getting Wallace Shawn? Ah, uh, probably not. All right. But that would be great. Are we getting my dinner with Andre too? Andre was the best. Man could drink a case of beer. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, you're not talking about Andre a giant? See, what you did is you talked about Wallace Shawn, so I went to Princess Bride. <laughs> 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 Whereas you were talking oh about God. the... the um, Sydney Poitier movie, the Sydney Poitier movie, My Dinner with Andre. <laughs> Isn't that what it was called? Well, guess who's coming to dinner? Forget it. Yeah, you oh, really. I forgot to tell you this. This is, well, I didn't forget to tell you this. It was 15 years ago. So they did a remake of the famous Sydney Poitier, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Yeah, was with it Guess Ashton Who with Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, it was right. called Guess Who. And I didn't know that it was coming out. So I was at like a mall and I saw the name of the movie on like the marquee and it said, and guess thought who it was the board game. I thought it was the board game. Yeah. And I was like, you know, it could be a short, it could be a short movie if you get Bernard. Cause he had glasses, <laughs> a beard and he was bald. Do you have hair? Uh, no, you're Bernard. Done. <laughs> Done. Take your cl- take your clothes off. Take if your you're a off. poker player, if you're a poker player and can read people's faces, you know from the card pull that they have Bernard. When they look at it, and they're just like, "Who's that?" 
What's up, Bernard? <laughs> What's uh, up, Bernard? Uh, who do you got, Bernard? I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna just shoot from the hip on this one. I saw your face when you pulled the card. I think you're holding Bernard, buddy. I think we both know yeah. that you're holding Bernard. Let's just yeah, Ash- Ashton Kutcher stars as Bernard. Bernard. Yeah, yeah, he was brilliant in that. Will, you know who would be a great Bernard? Will Sasso from Mad TV. <laughs> he would have been a great Bernard. Yeah. Uh, I had a history teacher that looked like Bernard. Maybe it was based on him. Could have been. His name wasn't Bernard. But you know what? Just to protect Mr. his anonymity. Mr. Ch- Mr. Chester Mr. B. Waternut, with some water nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So lastly, on our reboots and prequels that, let's, to be, let's be honest, no one needs or wants Willy Wonka. Warner Brothers is officially entering a world of pure imagination with an origin movie about eccentric candy mogul Willy Wonka. What, yeah, what, I, what could this possibly be? The only thing we know is that it's titled Wonka currently. Listen, they got it right the first time with this. They got it right the first time and only the first time. I don't need the Johnny Depp weirdness. Oh, God. That I was don't so bad. need some kind of gritty reboot where Wonka's on the mean streets of London. Right. He's going to be like Fagin having a whole bunch of uh, Oompa Loompas stealing things from people. I would, you know what? I would like to see how he enslaved a race of Oompa Loompas. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll show yeah. up for this. Listen, and I hear Tom Holland is potentially in so the So Tom running. Holland's just going to do everything? Yeah, he's just going to, you know, make sure that he touches, you know, on all my childhood heroes and favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, Gross. Yeah, he does. Stop touching people, everybody. I'm going to I'm going to say I'm going to say this with the right cast and the right writers. Anything could be good. I'm not going to say that there's not a possibility for it to be. But again, this is that we have we have parked this section under reboots and prequels that nobody wants or needs. And I will stick to that. We don't need this. Yeah, I doubt very many people want it. I'm not saying that it's there's no possible way that a great team of writers can't pull something amazing out here and we can get you know a cool a better understanding of who wonka is totally possible but do we want it or need it i don't think so yeah i don't know if you're excited about any of these reach out to us we will we will read your defense of any of these yeah next week it's really easy you just email super ads at gmail.com that's it yeah that's you have to totally do. do that it's free tell us why you don't even why. have to put a stamp on that yeah you don't there's no stamp it's an electronic mail you just you just go right over to your computer all right, so we got we got to take I mean, a break. Yeah, and when we come back, I got to deliver on the promise I made to you to walk you through the Pina Colada song. And I absolutely can't wait. You, you I will, I will literally let you take us away. Need some adventure in your life? What Mad Universe is a podcast about the history of sci-fi, fantasy, and horror, where we delve the depths of pop culture history. Everything's the same politically, but we have ray guns. The the actual motive isn't to explore something that's, quote, scientifically possible or... But neither is Star Wars, and I know there's arguments about that, but I would definitely consider Star Wars science fiction. You haven't read Dune! No, I haven't. You can never be the Kwisatz Haderach. What Mad Universe on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Matt, I've got a great idea for a podcast. You and me, we watch movies, right? And some of them are kind of bad, and so we make fun of them. But maybe some of them are good. Chris, that's a great idea. Let's do it. And eat snacks. Movie Fighters, an original idea on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Okay, so I'm not going to play the intro because we heard that in, at, the, at the top of the show. So okay. what I'm going to do is I'm going to run through the verses and choruses for you real quick. Awesome. Uh, because for some reason you had no idea. What did you think this song was about? Pina Colada? Pina Colada. Yep. 
like I thought what, it was just like about a, like yeah, just having a party. Like, do you like pina colada? So do I. Let's um drink them and then maybe make sweet love at the end of the night. I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I don't no. even think that I I I can't. When when you first started playing the intro and I heard some of those intro lyrics, I don't think I've ever heard those before. I think I've only ever heard the chorus. Uh, that's fair because that's the it's the earbug right that's the hook yeah. so uh, let's just let's just jump right in and for, let's do it <laughs> let's, you ready take here we me go. away all right here we go we're gonna escape by the way it is escape parentheses the pina colada song that's right that's the full title escape mm-hmm. okay i was tired of my lady oh okay we've been together too long <laughs> all right i guess i should listen like a worn out recording <laughs> It's like the equivalent of like slipping through grinder. Grinder? <laughs> you mean bumble? <laughs> bumble. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I was trying to try to meet a girl at the meat racks. Yeah, he he was so he's going so he's doing the equivalent of looking through his hookup app, right? He's sure. he's he's tired of his lady, and while she was yep. sleeping in bed, he's looking through the personal columns, Todd. Yeah, yep, that's it's terrible. So he did. He found one he liked, right? Okay, that was Sound, the sounds fun. Sounds right. like a fun girl, not like sounds the one like, that's next to him. Definitely not like the one that's next to him. Right, definitely totally different. Totally a different woman. Looks different. Acts different. Everything there. different. It's a totally different vibe. It's not this old lady. Who I'm with, right? Right. Uh, you know this lifeless. She's got no lust for life, right? To bring definitely to bring no a little Iggy, Iggy Pop. Pop. Nah, no, no Iggy Pop. So, so here's what uh here here's the letter that he read, which is the equivalent of you know being a creep and reading a profile of you know someone who you probably shouldn't be reading. Uh, yeah, well, the glow of your phone is 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 shining on your sleeping partner's face. Yeah, yeah, right. it's, it's real nice. So, so here's what he read. If you like mm-hmm. Yep. There it is. If you're not into yoga. Yeah. Yoga, right? If you have half a brain. Okay. If you like making love at midnight. It's too late. In the dunes on the cake. In the water. You gotta like that, right? <laughs> right. In the, in, in the sand. Yeah, she's an animal. Yeah. That's you're just you, you don't want sand in in your grundle. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but th- for some reason he does, and he's super excited about this letter, right? Could so, you imagine anyone getting excited about that letter? He must have been really, really horned up. Yeah, he yeah he's like you know what this all sounds good to me. Tropical yeah. drinks. Mm-hmm. I really don't like yoga. I don't like Definitely stretching not. or any nope. of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I have half I a have brain. Ha- yeah. I have half at least. Least half and and I don't mind f-ing on the beach. So so he this checks all his boxes, right? Good. So he's excited. So, yeah, he's excited about this. So here's verse two. It starts. It starts with a nice little. Ooh, you hear that? The plane takes a wave. Oh, it was a plane. I thought it was a wave. Maybe it was. Maybe it, it was a wave. <laughs> Maybe it just sounds like he's escaping. Think about my lady. I know that sounds kind of mean. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. It's cheating. Yeah. It was hard to cheat back then. Yeah. A lot of work. I thought it wasn't half bad. 
terrible lyrics. I've never heard these lyrics before. 100%. Well, I'm really glad that I that I can do this for you. So, <laughs> so, so yeah. So, essentially, he, you know, swipes right. Which one is mm-hmm. it? <laughs> right. Yeah. I, 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 yep. I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. I think you're so, right. So, yeah. Uh, so, he's, like, totally into it. And I love that this is showing how old we are. Uh, have you ever written into the paper? No. I did get a job through a classified section once, though, so that's close. That is close. Okay, I'll allow it. So um, so he writes back to the paper and, and admits that while he's nobody's poet, uh, mm-hmm. he thought it wasn't half bad. So here's yeah. what he said, which I feel like is just stealing what she said, but here we go. All right, let's hear what he says. Okay. Yes. All right. Comma. One I like Yep, yeah. he likes that, too. Yeah. I'm not I am into champagne. Never heard yeah. that. The, the cadence of that is incredible. Right. Yeah. I am into champagne. <laughs> so he says, I've got to meet you. I've got to meet you by tomorrow noon. Oh my and, God. Uh, it's so, uh, the words are so shoehorned. Yeah. And, it's and, like uh, when you do a parody cut- song. Right, right. It's like it's it's almost like this is the Weird Al version of some right, other song. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he says, uh, "I've got to meet you by t- tomorrow noon and cut through all this red tape at a bar called o- a bar called O'Malley's, where we'll plan our escape." Here's what I want to know: How fast did he submit this to the paper that it replied at like almost at 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 text message speed? That she's going to be like, oh, I'll write this to the paper and like, I'll meet you tomorrow. But by the time it's published, like, is it a, it's what? Well, I mean, you know, she's, she's probably got her eye on that paper every day, you know, after Maybe. putting up that, you know, brilliant ad. So. Right. But he's saying, I, I'll meet I, you I, tomorrow. Doesn't, don't they need some kind of turn publishing time? Doesn't it's like, usually it's like, all right, submit your thing and then wait a week. It'll probably be in like next Wednesday's paper. Oh, no, no, no. Back then, you know, these were I so imagine, I imagine so they hot. all sound they got and talk like this. The next so, day. They all said, they're like, hey, thanks for submitting your, your personal ad. We really appreciate right. yeah. it. Yeah. Also, you know? do you need a taxi? Right. I can pick you up. I can take you places. Yeah, yeah I work at the paper, but uh, this is also the dispatch. Right. I heard you're planning your escape. Can I get you a cab? Right. Um, I hope so it works out for you. <laughs> right. You're in for a surprise. Uh, okay. So If it doesn't, I just want you to know. I also like pina colada. <laughs> right. Maybe you and me, we could grab a pina. I, I got to admit, it kind of turns me you on. got to admit, um, I like drinking <laughs> champagne. <laughs> <laughs> so I've dude, never heard that lyric before. Yeah, dude. Um, okay, so All let's right, kick so, off. Let's, yeah, let's let's a quick wrap he, up. He, he has submitted his ad in response to her ad saying that yeah. he could jive with her. He likes yeah. My he's old picking up sucks. what she's putting down. Right. And right. they're gonna you meet at like O'Malley's. I, mean. I do like the cut through the red tape plan our escape. I think though that's that's a clever um A and B there. Yeah. I I I, <laughs> I don't because it sounds like he's just DTF. Yeah, that's true too. He's all horned up. I think it sounds like I think he's just a hornball. Let's cut through the red tape. I don't even want listen, don't even give me your name. I don't want it. You know? He's kind of a creep. Uh so here's here's uh, verse three it kicks off again with another little little uh, no- noodling on the guitar. Did you feel us, us escaping right there in the yeah. point? Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a feeling for sure. 
don't know what that was. And she walked in the place. I knew a smile in an instant. I knew the curve of her face. It was my own lovely lady. And she said, Oh, it's you. Then we laughed for a moment. And I said, I never knew. I never so, knew. Yeah. What so he did waited he not know? Hopes. He never. Well, you're about to find out in in, oh. in the in the court. He never knew. Uh, let's just roll right into it because uh-huh. I, I don't, I don't want to leave you hanging. Okay. You like the ah, it's yeah. her. His old lady is the <laughs> one who made the ad. Yeah. And she likes pina colada and getting caught in the rain. Yeah. What about yoga? And the taste of champagne. You know what? I'm going to have to echo his sentiment. I never knew. <laughs> you never knew. And you never were sleeping knew. with her. I was right next to her. <laughs> no, I just hit it. Hit the chorus one more time. Oh, yeah. No, he's circling back for it. It's the earbud. You know, it, it is an absolute. It's one of the catchiest choruses ever written. Right. The cadence, though. Oh. I got to find a way to fit in all of these words in this rhyming pattern. It's like there's six more syllables here than you need for the champagne part. It's all right, I got it. If you like drinking some champagne, that works, right? Yeah, that works. Just put the song out. No one's ever gonna hear this. I am into champagne. Yes, I am into champagne. Yeah, just put the song out. No one's ever gonna hear this. Oh, I beg to differ. <laughs> Meanwhile, cut to 2021, where the uh, the dads <laughs> are doing the oral history of Escape. Yeah. Pina Colada of song. Escape, the Pina Colada song. And uh, according to Rupert Holmes, the man who uh-huh. wrote the Pina Colada song, he doesn't even uh-huh. like Pina Coladas. Oh, so wow. So he did a little bit of, yeah, he did a little bit of character acting there for you he and me. Really for well. I believed it. I believed that he likes Pina Coladas, that he likes getting caught in the rain, that he likes champagne, that he has half a brain, and that he likes, you know, making love in the dunes. Yeah. And he's not into yoga. He's not into yoga. He does not like health food. No. No. I think we know what he's into. I I want to thank you. This whole song is about two people. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. It's, it's the whole song is about two people who were trying to cheat on each other behind each other's backs and then realized that they were meant for each other anyway. Yeah. And they just and, needed and, and to you, be more open with each other and tell each it's other. It's about marriage communication. Right. Yeah, you got you to gotta know. Maybe you know? role playing. Maybe, you know, maybe, you know, some of that. Yeah, you know, if he wants to be smacked around a little bit or, you know, if she's into like, uh, you know, 50 shades of gray. You got to yeah. know that stuff, you yeah. know? Yeah. You got to know. You know. Talk about I, it. I, Talk, I, listen, I, I, for the dads out there, for yeah. the dads out there, we hope your relationships are going well. Yep. But we encourage you to talk to your partner. That's right. Yeah. Communication is key, my friends. Yeah. Don't write into a paper. Don't take out a personal ad. You're probably, yeah. you know, you're, you're not a poet. It probably won't be half bad. But yeah, don't true. don't do it. Yeah, just talk. Well, talk yeah, to each other. I I I I never knew. I never knew. Morning, 